everybody. Welcome back to the Music Buds podcast. This is episode number 37, and my name is Henry. This week, I'm honored to be joined by Ritzy Bryan, the lead singer and guitarist for The Joy from Medible. Uh, Ritzy, as I uh, had mentioned to you beforehand, we met very, very briefly a couple years ago at a show, and I, I do love this band, so thank you very much for, for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, sure. Anytime. <laughs> well, how's life, first of all? It's been, a, well, you know, it's obviously been a really strange, uh, kind of unique uh, year and a half, really. Um, mm -hmm. Lots of plans changed, but I think we've taken it in our stride and uh, we've had to adapt quite a bit to the no touring and, um, you know, feel very lucky that it, in a way we haven't been too disrupted uh, you know mm -hmm. certainly last year was a recording year or certainly a recording period for us um but um yeah it's been kind of heartbreaking to see like how many bands have had their you know touring uh changed and their revenue and you know their plans for the future and how is the music industry going to recover but you can there's no point worrying about it i mean that's mm -hmm. my philosophy you just got to kind of move with it change yeah enjoy that we've enjoyed the creativity i mean we've written a lot it's given us a lot of extra studio time that we didn't <laughs> think we were gonna have um so just kind of concentrating on those positives really and um hoping for you know a change to start yeah. um happening really yeah yeah no I, I i agree i mean it's it can be hard to be optimistic with everything going on but sometimes you just gotta you gotta try and it can make yeah. things livable yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you do, um, I don't know, I think it's given us the, a little bit of time to contemplate, you know, I think that's the one thing that we, you kind of don't realize uh, when you're making albums and then touring, you know, it's like everything's very fast and you end up in a kind of like a, a I don't know, in a flow that you, uh, you, you know, you don't realize sometimes that you haven't stepped back for a moment and really thought, like, what are some of the other things that I might want to do creatively mm -hmm. at the same time? So, I mean, that's the, like you said, that's the optimistic approach um, to things, you know, without getting, you know, shaking your fist at the world too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess kind of kicking things off a little bit, how is it that you got started in music and, and or how did the band first come to be? Was music something you had had always wanted to do? No, I think I was very musically shy. I mean, I, I um, had a, a lot of music at home in North Wales. My um, family were big record collectors and there was a lot of instruments in it. And um, I often say that there wasn't much silence. I was an only child, but our house was really <laughs> noisy <laughs> all the time growing up. So um just a, a, a big passion, uh, you know, of mine growing up, but I think I was incredibly shy with it. You know, I was like kind of just uh, lots of hours spent um, in my bedroom playing guitar and writing, but I never, you know, I kind of like spent most of my youth thinking that I was going to be like an ornithologist or mm. <laughs> a naturalist or something because I was uh, really into uh, nature and animals. And then, I, you know, it wasn't really until I met um, Ridgeon, um, you know, that I actually kind of felt confident enough to, oh, okay, maybe sharing is okay. <laughs> is, is okay. So that was a, you know, that was kind of the, the, the kind of the big 
push really was meeting him and and writing together otherwise I think I would have just um probably just enjoyed it as something that would have always been a huge part of me but not not necessarily thinking I was going to share it with a bigger audience yeah (laughs) yeah and was so how did how did the first album come to be were you just writing songs and you managed to get some released or or how did that first that first project happen Wow. Um, yeah, 10 years ago now, actually, it's a big raw, just, uh, just past its 10 year anniversary. Yeah. So, um, yeah, looking back at those days, uh, we just, we'd been in one band together, Rigid and I, and, uh, it ended very badly, mm. you know, cause I've been in quite a few since being a, you know, um, pretty young, been in lots of different bands and collaborated and, you know, in school and college and that. But the one, the one just previous to the Joy Formidable Bridgeum was a, was a humdinger of a, of a breakup. <laughs> it's oh, pretty man, messed yeah. up. Um, and I think we kind of uh, went away from that experience, uh, just quite changed. And, mm. um, and that kind of marked us writing together because I joined that band as a, as a guitarist primarily. And I was kind of still doing my own writing on the side, but I hadn't really brought it over. So the big role was very much, and, and the first EP as well, A Bloom Call Moaning, they were very explorative albums for us where we were trying to see how um, Rigid and I could actually come together and and collaborate and uh, write as a as a pair because before that it'd been very very separate. I don't think we'd uh, you know uh, kind of seen how our aesthetics would blend. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it was it was the beginning was very passionate and headstrong and lots of uh, butting heads and sure. arguing and putting holes in walls. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> and uh and the uh the result of that was really the big roar. <laughs> well <laughs> it's quite aggro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um well I mean I guess the the hard thing is like with with collaboration, you know, there's many great things about it, but of course you are working with people and so you you won't know until you try it, you know. And so of course there can always be those the 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 good parts and the bad parts. So for sure and uh-huh. i think we knew straight away that we had a like i said and we were going through quite a bit at the time as well and certainly myself on a for, on on a personal level like I, i'd had gone through a real period of change and um i hadn't quite got to grips with how to cope with with some of the things that were that i was going through and i think a lot of it came out in um in being a bit fighty, sure. <laughs> you know, I was angry, and uh, and then throw into the mold that you you know music the the cathartic nature of of music, um, but also mixed with that kind of uh, youthful kind of um, you know feeling a little bit lost, and at the same time trying to find a a working way with somebody who'd become quite familiar to me. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty interesting time you know we're i look back on it now like we're still as passionate as uh as we've always been but we <laughs> i think we uh uh we, we we we're a bit mellower we discuss things a bit, sure. a bit less spicy T- than talk we it out <laughs> right yeah, yeah. So. well and i i on on the big roar i mean even with all of that said i wanted to make sure to tell you not only is that album it's one of my my favorite albums just of of all time but the song uh, cradle, mm-hmm. which is this really like quick, fun, energetic song. It it may sound like overblown, but I I really mean it. It's honestly rare a day goes by that I don't listen to it. 
And it, it always gets me energized for the day or it keeps me going. And I just wanted to make sure to tell you how much of an impact that song in particular has had for, on me for years now. Oh, oh, oh thank you. Yeah. yeah. And that, uh, as long as you don't watch the video every day, I should. I, <laughs> people said that that made them feel pretty pukey. Oh, right. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, any, anyhow, uh, so talking about, uh, obviously, you know, last year we, uh, no one was really able to tour has touring been, I, I know you did tour with the Foo Fighters uh, mm-hmm. for a bit has touring been, I'm, I'm sure it's maybe an, an obvious answer, but has it been a really cool part of uh, being in the band? Oh, I mean, I would say it's been at the absolute core of this band. And so I think that's when we realized that all our tour dates have been canceled. I mean, they've all been cancelled for this year, I think, as well. We're starting to, I mean, I won't be too hasty. We'll, we'll wait and see on a couple, but it's looking like a lot of things are even getting moved into next year, you know? Yeah. So I think it, it's really, yeah, it's been a huge part of this band because, um, you know, we've taken quite an interesting route. You know, we've had quite an interesting journey, um, not had an easy time sometimes, um, I mean, no regrets, but looking back on our recorded history, you know, we've had quite um, an up and down kind of uh, relationship with releases and labels and, you know, and um, we've been very fixed on always wanting to um, release um, music that we're passionate about. It's not always um, made it easy with uh, some of the, you know, the, um, I don't know, just the trends and the politics of, I kind of feel like we've stayed just kind of very on on vision with what we've always wanted as a as a band and releasing the albums that we've always wanted to and um the I guess the simple part of the band or you know when I say simple but the the bit that has never ever been polluted is always the live side you know like it feels like nobody can really mess with that side Mm -hmm. of things you go out you play the songs that you want, the tour that you want, the routing that you want. You get to connect with your audience. You know, that's always felt really um, truthful and real to me. The yeah. business side of things <laughs> has always been the bit that is, you know, I'm sure so many artists would say the same. It's been the bit that we've all, you know, we've had our certainly had a certain amount of struggles with um so to kind of lose <laughs> that <laughs> inside, sure. you know, I think it, but I, again, um, going back to that idea of adapting, I think it's made us really, um, you know, we've already brought such a lot of things into in-house and we've been, um, you know, doing a lot as a, as a band ourselves. Um, I think it's made us even more think about like how, how how now is a, is is a, an artist going to maintain themselves and mm. what can you do and how can you get the control back when the one place the one kind of you know place where you did have that was touring when that disappears you know how can you kind of keep control of your you know of your music and the releases yeah. and still you know manage to to finance everything and i think we're certainly in a in a very you know, a uh, strange time for, for some of that. And I, uh, been uh, reaching out to quite a lot of friends who are in bands and wondering, you know, what, um, how they're feeling at the moment and, uh, you know, what, what does this bring to, to artists, uh, in 2021? But, um, yeah, I kind of feel like we've, 
you know, we've launched our music club. That's been a fucking huge thing for us. You know, this, well, we've launched it in 2019, so it's been going for a while, but it's come into its own, you know, it, uh, just the focus on it has just completely changed. And I think we would have gone even crazier than we are if we hadn't have had that to, you know, really throw ourselves into. It's been an incredibly empowering, um, you know, uh kind of side of the of the band in terms of being able to maintain that connection but also you know let's the reality of funding future music and being able to fund going back out on the road and you know yeah so, yeah that's been that's been huge for us um so it's interesting to see you know how artists are adapting at the moment so that they will still have a future when uh, the venues open again, you know, and not just artists, the venues have their own, you know, uh, trials that they're going through at the moment as well. So lots of yeah. Change. Yeah. Yeah. It, it isn't odd to think about how like there will be bands and artists that will release an album, you know, last year, but then you think, okay, when are they actually going to be able to go on tour? You know, mm -hmm. it's such a, I mean, I can imagine as an artist, it would be so frustrating because, you know, you've been working for all this time on, on this or or that. And then you're like, Oh wait, when am I going to actually have the chance to to go out and and play and connect with people? So I can imagine that's quite a a, a tough time for so many people. Yeah, for sure. And I think they're not to be compared really because we've been doing a lot of online shows through the music mm. club and like I said at least that's allowed us to um you know, I mean I think we've we've uh been able to dip into our back catalogue and play things that we hadn't played for a long time and kind of keep all the, you know, the uh, the excitement and the creativity from a live perspective still very much alive. We've been um, swapping it up. We did a holiday charity concert and uh, we just did a Valentine's Day show for the, where we were doing um, music. Um, yeah. Love song, some love covers as well that um, fans had suggested and, you know, that, it's just, it's, you know, that is, like I said, like I've mentioned before, that doing those online shows, they're not the same, but it's still, with what we have at the moment, it's still a way of, like you said, connecting, still being able to be creative and still not forgetting how to fucking play your instrument, <laughs> you know? Because yeah. recorded is one thing, like, you know, um, just actually, you know, being in a room together, so. Yeah. And uh, in terms of playing, like, I mean, one thing that's the, it's great about this band is it ha you have these like really like epic, so many epic songs, like um, the ever changing spectrum of a lie from the big roar or uh, the leopard and the, the lung from Wolf's Law. Like, is that I'm sure recording those kinds of songs is a challenge in itself, but is getting to play like a, a six, seven minute long song live pretty intense just in terms of the amount of time and effort that goes into it or is it fairly normal yeah. for all of them the same it's interesting we've never i guess we've never thought about it like that i mean i when you mention things like the ever-changing spectrum of a lie like i do have memories of being in the studio with that one because we we wrangled that one <laughs> that one down like a wild horse it was sure. it was uh you know it took some we had the bones of, of of a lot of it but the way what it actually ended up evolving into you know it was uh it was it was a it was a process and and it's such an emotional song as well um i think uh yeah it's an interesting one i think we're quite thoughtful about when we play them live i, I think like for us because we obviously you know won't lie we do like a good jam out <laughs> so, <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, but I think it's about finding that balance. You know, I think we're always kind of um, aware not to get too wanky <laughs> with everything yeah. as well, you know. So yeah. um, it's like it's like finding that, you know, get a bit high fidelity. It's almost like finding that perfect playlist almost when you bring a, a set um, mm-hmm. to an audience. And I think you want those moments where you can, you know, you've obviously written something that's quite lengthy, lengthy intense or quite emotive. Um, and then, you know, but you can create light and shade with with some, some, you know, other tracks or the vibe of things. I mean, we, you know, normally in a set, we'll bring some acoustic stuff into things only because we're frightened for the people that are stood next to Mr. Thomas that they're going to yeah. <laughs> walk away never being able to hear again. So, yeah, I think it, uh, there's always a thoughtful approach, I think, to your set, to your set list in terms of creating enough, you know, movement. Yeah. And, and and also along with those like epic songs like uh the song uh cicada mm-hmm. and 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 many others like it they have it, it you have a really great i guess for lack of a a better term like very like a lot of world instruments it, it sounds like or at least a lot of sounds that feel um not just tied down to what you know one one culture you know one one country H- how is it that you come up with like when you're, you know, songwriting, uh, whatever the the process may be, how is it that you're thinking about those cool sounds? Is that just because of your your own upbringing, or are you? Is it connections you've made in your life? I think it might be something to do with. Um, well, I think we've always kind of enjoyed experimenting because we've all, we've produced ourselves and we're self recorded for a lot of years now, and um, you know the. The last few records we've we've mixed ourselves as two, so I suppose we've mm. very very involved. And I think you know, um, there's that quite natural approach to every album, where, like I said, it's quite unconscious. You know, like I've, I noticed it just happened. It's just happened. You know, when I look back across the back catalogue, you know, we'll make a really live sounding album like Hitch, and and then. And, but that's followed on the tails of something that's been quite orchestral and quite composed, like Wolf's Law. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after Hitch, we we want to go out f- full out. We go a, l- a little bit more collagey and a bit more experimenting with Adth. And and like I said, it's it's hard to actually trace where that comes from. I think it's definitely the wanting to kind of um, change things with every not not be too formulaic or just over the span of time that you start becoming more interested in you know, uh, one um, method of recording versus another. And mm. and I think part, you know, part of that is the instrumentation. Um, Hitch was very much like we wanted to capture the aesthetic of our live performance. So it was quite pure um, mm. in the three of us being together. And then you come out of that and you're like, you know, um, I want to start tinkering <laughs> with what else is there in the studio that we can, uh, yeah. you know, um, get our, our hands on and, um wanting to and even things like the guitar sounds you know there's moments where where it's nice to have like a really kind of um uh just a really natural guitar sound and other times it's really nice to kind of really warp that where people don't actually realize that it's a guitar it actually is something that's um, more synthetic sounding as well so um i think maybe it's we've been faced with enough color in the studios but it's not always like we've had all the the toys in the playground to play around with either. So sometimes with that, you stretch, you know, what you 
you do have. And I think the biggest um the biggest thing for us is is feeling really energized when we come back into the studio, whatever um has caused that. Um, you know, and, and that in itself brings these little uh, you know changes and uh, of approach, I suppose, uh, with with each record. Um I don't know, is that is that natural? I think it's probably fairly yeah. natural with anybody who's like writes and is creative, um, you know, wanting to to uh, step out and step back in and then mm-hmm. go in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think in terms of experimentation, I, I feel like that's always so creatively exciting because <clears throat> you never you never know what you're going to find and you never know what the end result will be. And so the, I think that uh, in, in the best way is kind of one of the things I, I associate with with your band is that I feel like from album to album, I never know what the next one is going to be. And so it's so exciting to hear the next kind of creation because it, it, it could be so varied. So that's pretty cool. Well, uh, I, I mean, of course there are so many different things we could talk about, but in, in terms of the like songwriting, is it pretty collaborative or, or are you coming up with things on your own and then coming together as a group and talking about it? Or is it, is it all fairly centralized? Hmm. Uh, it's gone back and forth over, over the years. Well, we just finished making a record together. Uh, this was again. I I, I think um, Bridget and I have uh, just a doesn't feel like too formulaic, but I think we find a I think we find a good moment. Like it doesn't feel like anybody leads too much. It feels like we come together, we get really jointly excited over each other's ideas, and sometimes they turn into something where. It's changed quite a, a lot from that very, you know, first that we almost forget whose it was. <laughs> you know, we come to who, who wrote, did anybody, you know, could anybody say that they, you know, could take a fuller credit on this? Mm-hmm. Um, others, uh, others stay a bit more true to, um, you know, where where it was originally conceived. Um, it's very much, I think that's the thing that's grown such a lot in this band. It's, it's become um, such a, uh, such an, an interesting flow. Like I said, you know, there's, um, there's odd tracks where we do forget whose voice did, <laughs> did lead with, did lead with it, you know? So, I mean, that kind of shows that level of trust and intuition um, that comes, comes with it, you know, really different from those, early days I suppose where it was was almost kind of quite a frightening thought of sharing something sure. that you'd written with another person you know like um with a you know I just used to get quite shy and you know you feel vulnerable that you've put <laughs> putting yourself out there um yeah it's a, it's nice when you get to a level of of real trust and truth with, with somebody, you know, where you can, like I said, and we can both be the thing that I've noticed on this album, neither of us, we've, I think because we've had the extra time we've occasionally we'll make kind of allowances sounds like we're being kind of too diplomatic, but you know, like if, if one of, um, one of the writers is really passionate about one of the songs We'll say, okay, you know, and that's why some of the albums, they sometimes, you know, when I listen back, they feel like 
all of a sudden they go to a different place well it's because it's uh you know it's more original me or more me it's hmm. it's kind of all of a sudden um gone into a, a different zone i feel on this record we've we've kind of both said we both have to absolutely believe and love in every track hmm. jointly <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and you know uh and I think that's maybe made for an album that we both, I don't know, maybe have both can enjoy completely equally. I don't know. I don't know if that sounds like harsh on some of our other <laughs> material, but um, yeah, it, there's just been such a lot of creativity. I think we've, we haven't put anything on this record where we've sort of said, oh, I don't know where Bridget say, okay, I know that track means a lot to you. So we'll put that on the record, sure. even though it's got a bit of a different fucking style <laughs> to the rest of the record. You know, the... Um, I wouldn't say that they're, they've been bad concessions, but they, they, there has been some of that in the past. And this one is, has felt, it feels like a very consistent, I don't know if there's like, there's one voice on this record, even though there's not, it feels like it's met in this really um, different place to some of the other records where you can maybe tell, or maybe you can't, that there's two songwriters. In this <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think that is just kind of the cool thing with, uh, you know, a, a group, a partnership like that is, you know, over the years, as you were saying, you become more and more comfortable. And at times, you know, all the the lines can cross at the the right moment and you can get, you know, this really cohesive, singular right. creation, you know, so that's, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Well, uh, Ritzy, it's so nice talking to you. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, this music is something I, I really enjoy. Is there something in particular that I, I haven't touched on that y- you'd like to bring up in terms of something coming up. I'm, I mean, you've talked already about the this record you've uh, recorded. Is there anything else in, in particular? I don't want to leave anything unsaid. <laughs> no, I, um, like I said, um, we've got a new, you know, it's all starting to get really um, exciting for us in terms of like this process of starting to share things like we've just... Um, finish the album you know it all starts becoming a bit more real and realized just finished the album artwork and uh the tracks uh been you know that the album's gone all been mastered it's gone to get cut for vinyl and and all that sort of mm. fun stuff will start getting test pressing soon and um, yeah um so i think we're just excited to share that and uh and we're still you know i think the big thing is evol- still evolving this I touched on it before when I was saying about the music club, but I think we're, we've been very excited in involving this, um, you know, um, how, how, do, how do artists now uh, keep control over their material and, and, and the sustainability of, you know, and offering um, something maybe a, a bit special to maybe the way that um, sometimes things get watered down on other platforms. Mm. You know, because bands have spread very thin now between lots of different uh, technologies, you know, mm-hmm. that sometimes I feel like sometimes the music is a bit lost and the story is a little bit lost. And uh, we've just been, like I said, uh, that's been a really, you know, if anything has come from this time um, off the road, I think that's been something that we've been contemplating on quite a bit. So um, with a new site and the, and, the, and the music club and all of that evolving and obviously there's a lot of extra music that comes from that so as well as a new record i suppose there's just a a lot of um other other songs and tracks 
and online shows uh, kind of uh, growing there as well. So that would be the the, the big thing yeah. at the moment is, uh, you know, for sure, if you really like a band and you're into them and you obviously we can all tell. I mean, everybody's suffering in different ways at the moment. You know, everybody's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. But um, if you do, you know, like I said, I think um, finding a way to still um, support artists directly is, you know, is a, a, a really extra big deal at the moment. Yeah. Well, things have, have changed such a lot. So, yeah, that's it really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I uh, in ter- also in terms of that, but also just in terms of, of sharing it with people, you know, while, you know, platforms like Spotify and all these uh, other things can be easy and accessible for, for me, at least like having that physical CD or, uh, you know, a piece of merchandise really like it kind of gives you that reminder of like, this is a, you know, was made by people. And it's like, you kind of have that, that connection. So I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Okay, well, great. Well, I mean, Ritzy, thank you uh, so much uh, again for taking the time. Please come back whenever you would like, you know, maybe when the next record rolls around or something like that. Um, Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Thank you again. And I I hope that I wish you the best with everything and just, you know, stay safe. Okay. Yeah, same to you. Thank you so much for the conversation today. Let me, um, there's Jack. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> if you wonder what's been rummaging around on my knees very oh yeah <laughs> you're a very clingy poke aren't you bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely talking to you today and thank you, you very too. much all right everybody i think that is about it for the show this week please make sure to rate review and subscribe on your way out you can also follow the podcast on facebook twitter and instagram at the music buds check out the and yeah We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, and we'll see you next time.